Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. We are also the Church of Christ, preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, of he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Our lesson today is by James Mills from Baltimore, Ohio, Church of Christ, and he is preaching on the blessing of a Christian mother. Please enjoy the lesson, and we ask that you like us on Facebook. Thank you. Here for the brothers we have still after our labors are over, prayers only begin on the eternal shore. chapter 118. Let's start there with verse 21. I will praise thee. Psalms 118 verse 21 beginning. I will praise thee for thou hast heard me and art become my salvation. The stone which the builders refused is become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day 
which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Brothers and sisters, I can think of no better place than to be here than in the house of the Lord on the Lord's day. Re rejoice. How many of us start rejoicing? I think that's the problem uh, the church has today. We have so many frowns on uh, people's faces because we become discouraged because people are not obeying the gospel. Uh, we have small crowds. We have people that are not interested in their soul. And we become discouraged, but we got to remember what we talked about is the Lord has made this day special. This is a special day, and we are to what? Rejoice. Rejoice. We should be excited when we get up on Sunday morning, and we need to thank God for allowing us to be here and to breathe, and all, all the blessings that we have, we should be excited to be here in the house of the Lord. Rejoice, we are told. Rejoice. Don't have sadness. Don't have big frowns on our faces. We need to have a big smile. And we need to rejoice because this day is made special by God. Rejoice. Today, as Brother Scott has already mentioned, this is another special day. And that is, this is Mother's Day. And I called Mom this morning, and Mother's Day is not just one day. She always reminds, it's every day. It's every day. A mother's job is never done, right? It's 24-7. Every day, 24-7. But today, in addition to this being the Lord's Day, the first day of the week, and we are to rejoice in that, this is what the world has called Mother's Day, right? So what we want to do today in the next few minutes is we want to try to rejoice in this Mother's Day as well. We want to talk a little bit about what God says about mothers. We want to explain about all the great things that a mother does. And we want to talk about just how we are to rejoice in our Mother's Day as well. Are we ready? To not only rejoice in this the Lord's Day, but to rejoice in this Mother's Day. As I look out there, I see all these faces, these women, these young ladies that will be a mother one day. And we want to rejoice in that. We want to rejoice in that. Today in this world we live in, there's so much discouragement. Women are discouraged from becoming a mother. There's so much negativity in the world that we live in today. But what we want to do today is we want to rejoice in this Mother's Day. Whether it be now, in the present, you be a mother. Whether it be in the past. You know, maybe your mother is already gone and left this world. We want to rejoice in all those great memories. Rejoice for this Mother's Day. If you would, turn over to the book of Ephesians, chapter 6. We'll begin reading there with verse 1. And we'll go through verse 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor, notice the word honor, thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Honor 
thy mother, honor thy mother. And that's what we want to do today. We want to honor all these mothers, all the mothers in the world, and we want to show them our gratitude for all that they do and all that they have done. A mother is more than just a woman that has gave birth to a child. Did you notice that? There's a big difference in being a mom and being a mother. Just because you have had a child doesn't make you a mother, right? And vice versa. You don't have to give birth to be a mother. What is a mother? Just because you give birth does not make you a mother, but it makes you a mom. A mother is much more than giving birth. What is a mother? A mother is a teacher. She teaches the young, right? She nourishes. She helps feed. She helps clothe. She protects others, right? She teaches others. She cares for others. She teaches others to respect. And last but not least, what? A mother loves others. So it doesn't take you actually giving birth to a child to be a mother. And just because you give birth does not make you a mother. How many women do we know and hear about today that they give birth, but then that's all they do, right? They either give that child away or they don't care for that child. They're not really a mother, but they're only a mom. Well, what we're talking about today and what we want to rejoice in and what we want to honor is true mothers, those that have cared for, those that have guided, those that have taught, and those that have loved others. We're to honor them when they are young, and this honor continues on. As they grow older and as they age, that honor is carried right on, not just at our youth, but we continue to honor. And when they get in their older age and they need that help and they need that care, we continue to honor them. We continue to care for them. God always intended for this honor to be there for the mother. If you turn back into Genesis... Chapter 1, even from the creation, when God created woman, He showed that honor. He acknowledged the importance of the mother. Genesis chapter 1, there, verse 27. So God created man in His own image. In the image of God created He him. Male and female created He them. And God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Now think about when God created the female, He acknowledged. He acknowledged the importance of that. And He commanded that she have dominion what, over all living things. So what does that tell us? That's where life comes from, right? Life comes. God saw the importance of the woman, of a mother, even from creation. She was to be what? The mother of all living things. How does life get started today, right? 
through a mother. Through a mother. God showed the honor that the woman deserved and a mother deserved even from creation. Then the breath of life was breathed and they became a living soul. We should never take this for granted, brothers and sisters. Never take life for granted. When God created woman, female, He gave her dominion over all. All living things. Life comes through that woman, through that female, and that's the only way life exists. It's through God's plan through that woman. Never take for granted life. How precious it is. Growing up, Dad always reminded us, four boys, you only have one mom. You only have one mom. And he taught us to respect our mother. He taught us how much our mother meant to us. And he knew how much his mother meant to him. He loved his mother and he took care of her as long as he could. And I want to remind each and every one of you here today, unfortunately I can't be with my mom today, but she's still alive. And I'm blessed to still have to be able to talk to her as I called her this morning. And losing dad a couple years ago, you realize just how important life is. And those words stick with me. The older I get, I will never forget those words that Dad instilled in me and my brothers. You only have one mom. You only have one mom. Care for her. Remember all that she's done. And me having three kids, I don't know how these women do it. I don't know how they do it. There's a reason God gave childbirths Two women. There's a reason that God made the female to be the mother. There's a reason. Because us men would never be able to handle all those jobs that they have to do. And Dad reminded us growing up constantly, you only have one mom. And I want to remind each and every one of you that here today, if you turn over to Genesis chapter 3, Verse 20, Adam called his wife's name Eve. Why? Because she was the mother of all living. She was the mother of all living. We only have one mother. Adam recognized the importance of Eve back then. He named her Eve. Why? Because this meant that she was the mother of all living. Mother of all living. But we have a problem as we mentioned earlier, we have a problem recognizing just how important mothers is in our society today. We see things on TV that contradict what God's Word has to say. We hear about things in the news that contradict what God's Word has to say. We see things like abortion. Abortion is legal. Taking away those mother rights that child's right to life. If they don't want to be a mother to that child, there is a woman somewhere that does want to be a mother for that child. 
We have things called child abuse. We have women that give birth to children and then they don't want to care for that child. They think more of their self than they do that child. And they abuse. And they hit on. And they neglect those children. We have women that give birth to child and they are drug addicts. We have women that give birth to children who are alcoholics. This is what we see in our world today, brothers and sisters. We went from God creating the female to be the mother of all living, giving birth to women today that don't want to step up and be that mother that God told us to be. Things like abortion, things like abuse, things like drugs and alcohol. But God's Word teaches different. God's Word teaches us just what a woman is. Honor. Honor thy mother. Over in the book of Proverbs, I want to turn over to Proverbs chapter 31. We want to start there reading with verse 10. And we'll read through the end of the chapter. God's Word teaches us just how precious a mother is. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ship. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field and buyeth it with the fruit of her hands. She planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff. She stretched out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing. And she shall rejoice in time to come. 
She openeth her mouth with wisdom. And in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. We've just read to you exactly what God's word teaches that a woman and a mother is to us today. All of that that we read and talked about, if you notice, she never puts herself first, right? She never puts herself first. She's always the last. She cares for her husband. She makes sure her husband has all that he needs, including that name. Including that name. She cares for her children. She makes sure what? They're fed. She makes sure they're clothed. She plants in the vineyard. The cold and the snow doesn't bother her. Why? Because she never sets idle. She's always, always working. This is a mother in the eyes of God. This is your mother that you need to honor. This is your mother that we are going to rejoice in today. And as you age and you become older and you realize all the things that your mom had to go through for you, right? You can never repay. You can never repay a mother's love. You'll never be able to repay that. No matter how hard you try, you'll never be able to compare to what a mother truly is. To what a mother truly is. When you talk about a mother as Jamie reminds me we were just talking about this the other day. A mother has so much more responsibility than I will ever have. I can't use that I'm tired. <laughs> that excuse doesn't work in my house. I'm tired and I just want to sit down. No. Think about what I've been doing all day. Think about what I do. Right? Think about me. A mother's job is more, more than we could ever imagine. She has so many titles. She's a teacher. She's a chef. She's a hairstylist. 
She's a chauffeur. A therapist. A housekeeper. A law enforcer, especially in our house. A nurse. A finance manager. We could go on and on and on. I think that a mother has more than 40 actual jobs. More than 40 actual jobs. And if you add up the value of all those jobs, you would never be able to pay a mother what she's worth, right? And Jamie reminds me that I am indebted to her forever. I'll never be able to pay that debt. And she tried to figure out one time, and I think she said that her salary was over 300 and some thousand dollars a year, her salary. But I told her that's full-time job, you know. You're a part-time chauffeur, part-time this, part-time that. So we can't give full wages. But the reality is that a mother is much more than what we think. Much more much more. That's why that honor is there. That's why we are going to rejoice in all that a mother is. And the older the mother gets, the older they get, they're instructed. If you turn over to the book of Titus, the older women have instruction as they age. They have responsibilities and duties. So all those job titles that we just talked about, they continue on even at an older age. Titus chapter 2, verse 4 and 5, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet chase keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. So as a mother ages, maybe her children are grown, moved away, moved on. She still has duties and responsibilities that we find there in God's word. And what is that to instruct? She's still teaching the younger women, right? Show them how to be that great mother that they should be. Teachers, teach them what? That the word of God be not blasphemed. This is a cycle. A cycle that the older women teach the younger. As I look out in the audience today, I know we have those that have already lost their mother. And their mother went on. And I'm sure they have great memories. You need to rejoice in all that your mother did for you. All that your mother means to you. And I see those out there that are mothers now. We honor you. We rejoice in all that you do. And I see the young ladies out there that one day... One day, Lord willing, you will be a mother as well. Look up to those older. Look up to the older to help teach you 
and they will help guide you. 